There is a way to fix this, and it doesn't involve cancel culture. All right, mate, it's Matt again. Now, here in Australia, we have a fantastic sport. That sport is rugby league. And to everyone who is not from Australia watching abroad, no, I'm not talking about rugby. No, I'm not talking about Aussie rules. I'm talking about rugby league, the superior ball sport here in Australia. Changed my mind. Now, on Thursday night, there was a game that happened between the South Sydney Rabbitohs and the Penrith Panthers. And after the game, well, unfortunately, the game was embroiled in a racism drama. Now, I'm going to say, for starters, usually I wouldn't, wouldn't cover something like this because currently the accusations are just that, accusations. They're still doing an investigation into it. So at this point, I'm not saying it did happen and I'm not saying that it didn't happen. What I want to do is address the reaction to the alleged racist incident and if it was true, how we can go about fixing it because immediately after the accusation came out, there was calls from pretty much coaches, players, people in the media, fans, that it should be a life ban. Now, just to give you a bit of a uh, quick 30,000-foot view, after one of the uh, players from the South Sydney Rabbitohs, his name is Lachero Mitchell, he's an Indigenous player, was walking off the field. Allegedly, I'm going to keep saying that because there's not an investigation done. I'm not commenting on whether or not it is true or isn't. So allegedly, uh, one of the spectators said a racial slur to him. And allegedly, the accused is a 15-year-old boy. Now, directly afterwards... The corporate media here in Australia went nuts because they love a story about racism because it gets some clicks and immediately there was calls for bans. One of the other people who was calling for a ban was the coach of the South Sydney Rabbitohs. It's not a claim. It happened. It's not the first time we've come here as a club and our players have been racially abused. Like, where does it end? It's just not on. Now, I shouldn't have to be able to come here as a coach and lead a team of players in here to be racially abused. It's not what our, part, our game's about, and we have to stamp it out completely. NRL clubs, I have to get rid of it. I'm, I'm life bans. Anyone wants to make racial abuse, and get, get them out of the game. We don't want their support. It's got to end. Okay, so I understand the coach's reaction there. Uh, he's clearly upset because anyone who's ever played a team sport knows that there's sort of this surrogate father-son relationship or father-daughter or mother-daughter, mother-son relationship when it comes to your coach. He is clearly upset about what was done to his player. So I can understand his reaction. It's totally understandable. I get it. And I'm not saying he's wrong for having that reaction at all. I think he's justified in having that reaction. Now, the one thing that he was saying there that I, I kind of disagree with is that he's saying that we just need to have life bans. I don't think... That is the answer, and I'll tell you why in just a couple of minutes. But I wasn't alone in that thinking. I don't think life bans would work, especially with a 15-year-old kid, because, as we all know, 15-year-old kids are stupid. But if you ask the leftist, a 15-year-old kid knows uh, and can consent to uh, sexual sterilization, but that's a story for another time. No, look, um, the kid's 15 years old. The kid doesn't know any better, uh, and... Again, if it's true, the way to fix this problem with this one kid and fixing this one kid could start a snowball effect. And I wasn't the only one. I was actually quite surprised 
that a player came out and said the same thing that I was thinking. Nico Hines responds to offer to bring teenager into Indigenous All-Stars camp. Cronulla superstar Nico Hines has suggested that the teenager at the centre of the game's latest racism scandal should be invited into the Indigenous All-Stars camp next year, provided it gets the green light from Latrell Mitchell. Spot on, Nico, spot on. That is only if Latrell wants to. Latrell doesn't have to do anything. If Latrell doesn't want to face the kid, totally understandable. I don't blame him for not wanting to do it. But I like what Nico is saying here. Hines, speaking after the Sharks' win over Parramatta at Combank Stadium on Friday night, revealed that he had reached out to Latrell on Friday morning to make sure the South Sydney superstar was okay. Amid the calls for the 15-year-old who called, Mitch, uh, who called Mitchell a black dog at Bluebell Stadium to receive a life ban from the NRL, Hines suggested education was just as important and raised the idea of bringing the teenager into All-Stars camp so he could gain a greater appreciation of Indigenous culture. Again, Nico, you are spot on here. Hines also dismissed suggestions that the teenager should be named and chained. If Latrell was open to it, and the boys were, why not, Hines said. He would be able to see what goes on and how proud of a culture we are. We have to make sure the kid's well-being is going to be okay because he's going to be copying it. That's if they name and shame him at the moment. Thankfully, our media has done the right thing and not identify the kid because the investigation is still going on. Uh, whatever the consequences is, there needs to be hard on him, but it needs to be fair, and we all need to check in and make sure the kid is okay. High emotions this morning, I would have said, yep, ban him for life. He needs to be punished. Once my emotions got intact, I found out the kid was 15 years old. First, you don't want to name and shame him. You don't want everyone knowing who he is because they will go after him and they'll forever be mean to him and throw comments at him. That is not good for anyone's well-being. I think you you need to put yourself in that situation and he needs to get educated. I always try to put the shoe on what the other person is going through. Some people speak without knowing what they're saying. When I was 15, I knew what racism was about, so I would never have said that. When I was a 15-year-old kid, I would have said some things before I even uh, thought about it. He says taught about it, maybe, before I even taught about it. I think thought about it. Nothing to do with racism, but you just say it. The people around him need help more. His family, his school teachers, the environment they are in, sometimes they don't get taught enough. Hines said, Hines and Mitchell uh, have known each other for over a decade and have respect, blah, 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 more stuff about footy. The pair were teammates in the Indigenous All-Rounds. I uh, woke up this morning. It was really, really sad that this is still happening, Hines said, in 2023. Uh, and there have been many things happening around the world, like Black Lives Matter, an Indigenous kid, uh, Cassius Turvey, dying over in Perth. We still have racist comments being made, so it just needs to stop. There is no, uh, there needs to be a way for these kids at school to get educated on how to talk and how to be around certain people, parents, footy coaches across the board. Everyone needs to learn. I just feel like some people think because we are athletes or we go out and play footy, they can say whatever they want to us. That is not the case. Certain things they say you can shrug off, but racist remarks, you can shrug those off too. Trill wears his heart on his sleeve. He's proud to be who he is and his culture and his family. He puts, his, he puts bums on seats and entertains everyone. Fans wouldn't uh, get entertaining game if Latrell didn't play sometimes. They need to respect that, respect who he is, respect his culture. Not just him, but the wider community. Every Aboriginal man or Polynesian. Okay, so 
summarizing everything that Nico was just saying there, and I totally agree with it. The way that you fix this problem, if this kid is guilty, again, I'm always saying if, because everything is alleged here, uh, the best thing to do is to bring this kid in, meet with Latrell, if Latrell wants to do that, talk to him one-on-one, have that conversation with him, because then there is certainly a way that you could fix this problem with this kid because the kid's probably just an ignorant little... He's an ignorant little And we've actually got proof that this works. We have documented proof that if you can just sit down one-on-one with these people who had these ignorant thoughts and, and, uh, and prejudices, sit down, talk to them, show them the light... They see the light and then they walk through. Have you ever heard of a man called Daryl Davis? Daryl Davis is an American man. He's an R and blues, uh, R and blues, R and B and blues musician. Daryl has successfully de radicalized, I think is the term that he likes to use because I know he gets, I know he gets a bit, um, iffy about the way that you describe what his activism was, but he's managed to de-radicalize members of the KKK. And he's a black man. So if I just go down to the, um, to, to the activism section of Daryl's life, Clan members have often invited Davis to the meetings and they've given him his robes. In 2016, Davis estimated had collected 25 to 26 robes. Among the knights of the KKK, he interviewed where a grand caliph, Chester Dolls, grand giant Tony LaRicci and all these other silly names. One clan member gave Davis a medallion stamp with the words, KKK member in good standing. Davis claims to be responsible for helping dismantle the KKK in Maryland because things fell apart after he began making inroads with its members there. There is definitive proof right there. The cancel culture won't work. I get why the emotions were high after it happens. But I'm sure if you were to sit this 15-year-old kid down and he could have a proper conversation with people like Latrell Mitchell or Nico Hines, depending on which one would like to do the talking, the kid would see the light. Education is the key. Freedom of speech is the key. That's why I constantly rally for freedom of speech and I'm so anti-cancel culture. You beat bad ideas with good ideas. And I know I love to rag on celebrities that nobody wants to hear from them. But every now and then you get an exception to that rule. And here's a man who gets it. Morgan Freeman. History month you find ridiculous. Why? You're going to relegate my history to a month? Oh, come on. What do you do with yours? Which month is life history month? (laughs) Well, well, come on. Tell me. Well, the... I'm Jewish. Okay. Which I'm month Jewish. is Jewish History Month? Uh, there isn't one. Oh. Oh. Why not? Yeah. Do you want one? No, no. No. I, I, right. I, don't. I don't either. 
I don't want a Black History Month. Black history is American history. How are we going to get rid of racism? Until stop talking about it. I'm going to stop calling you a white man. Yeah. And I'm going to ask you to stop calling me a black man. I know you as Mike Wallace. You know me as Morgan Freeman. Black history. There it is. I mean, how, how simple is that solution? But the problem is that we've got people who profit from keeping the divide amongst the races, not only there in America, but also here in Australia. We're going through it right now where they want a race-based referendum. That's, th this is not the solution to the problem. And I just need to point out the other part of the problem is the culture that it appears that we're importing. I've spoken about this in a previous episodes, but Avi Yemeni, sorry, Avi Yemeni from Rebel News was up in Alice Springs where we've got a big crime problem at the moment. And he was speaking to a couple of the indigenous youth out there. And I'm just going to play the first couple of seconds of this. And if you're listening along, it, it's a whole bunch of kids uh, and they're all wearing what you would describe as American apparel. I don't know. That's probably the best way to put it. But just have a listen to this. With crip niggas. Did you hear that? With crip niggas. With crip niggas. Don't say, bro. This is our street. We own this yeah. shit. You own it? Hey, you guys, do you guys cause trouble or not? Sometimes. Yeah, we own this shit, cuz. Alice Springs. In Alice Springs? Yeah. Is it Alice Springs like America? No. no. A town. A town, we call it A town. A town. I just want to play that first part again. With Crip niggas. When was that ever a part of Indigenous culture here in Australia to use that word? It hasn't been. But we're importing influence and they're starting to use it. So why is it cool that those kids are using that word? Oh, is it because the colour of their skin that it's okay? No, if it's a bad word, then we should basically be saying that it's a bad word. It's, that, that word has no significant meaning here in Australia at all. So I think there's also there's more of an issue with culture than, than Australia as a whole what we're importing in, what we're propping up as inspirational to these young youths. I mean, these kids need the same sort of talk. They need to be sat down. I think that's the only way that we can go ahead and we can solve this problem. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Tell me if I'm wrong. Let me know in the comments section below. All right, mate. Thanks very much for checking out the video. Thanks very much for checking out my channel. Just remember, you can always find me by searching at the Brian Madigan. I'm on all those platforms listed there. Audio-only versions of these episodes too, by the way, on Apple and Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. So leave a like, leave a comment, leave a five-star review. Hopefully, I've earned your subscription. I do hope so. Are we done? Yeah, we're done.